Welcome back to Basic Brain Heart, the show where we celebrate and interrogate creatives of all stripes. I'm Hannah Camacho. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the show wherever you find your podcasts. And also you can find me on Twitter at Basic Brain Heart or on Instagram at Hannah underscore Camacho. I love hearing from you. I really try to practice gratitude and be really conscious of being a grateful person. Um, and I want to take a moment to thank the folks at the Inlander. They gave the show such a lovely shout out this past week. The Inlander is a publication in the Pacific Northwest, and this show is proudly produced near Spokane. And I'm so thankful for the kind words, and hopefully we'll have some more creatives discover the show through that uh, lovely write-up. I really started Basic Brain Heart because I wanted to demystify the creative process for myself as an aspiring storyteller slash creative. Um, and I've been so pleasantly surprised to hear the recurring themes that so many of these incredible heroes of mine have shared with me on the show. And um, I'm relieved to hear that there's really no secret, crazy, uh, magical powers that are required to create and tell a story. And uh, it's really just a lot of hard work and perseverance. And that gives people like myself, I think, a lot of hope. So. With that in mind, um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce today's guest. I'm so thankful that Shannon Tyndall recommended that I have Marcos Mateo Maestre on the show today. He's originally from Spain, grew up in a family of artists, and I really loved hearing his story because his mom did something very unconventional that unlocked really the future of his career and he's got such drive and, and he just knows about probably just about everyone in the animation business. He was one of the first employees at DreamWorks Animation. Um, and he's worked on movies we all know and love, like Prince of Egypt, uh, The Road to El Dorado, Puss in Boots, to name just a few. But he has so much wisdom, and it was just such a fruitful conversation, and I have no doubt you're going to get just as much out of it as I did. So without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way so you can enjoy my conversation with Marcos Mateo Maestre. Oh, and uh, don't forget, you can find links to his tutorials as well as his social media accounts in the show notes. All right, I'm going to get out of the way now. Enjoy. So Marcos, I am so thankful and excited. I know this has been a bit of a long time coming, but I'm really thankful that you've taken some time this morning to chat with me about your creative journey and and uh, kind of your philosophy and, and all that fun stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation, Anna. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, absolutely. So before we jump into sort of your backstory, it's always kind of nice for the audience if we can set the stage a little bit in terms of the type of work you're doing these days. So can you talk to me a little bit about what you're up to these days? These days I'm at Sony, Sony Animation. I'm an art director. Uh, you know, we have a phenomenal crew. I mean, it's really inspiring. Oh, very cool. Um, so I'm really interested because I've looked at your work a lot and I know it's very, you certainly have, you know exactly who you are artistically and you have a very, um, you know, if, I, if I'm if i scrolling through, you know, maybe posts in Instagram without even looking at the artist's name, I know if I'm seeing something from you. So you certainly have really developed your own personal style. So I'm very interested to kind of learn about your background and, you know, you were born and then what? What happened from there in terms of shaping you as an artist? Right. I, that's interesting because uh, at home it was kind of a given. I mean, everybody was an artist. Uh, my father, uh, my mother, my sister, uh, most uncles and uh, grandfather, grandmother, uh, pr pretty much 80% of the family was, was in the thing. And um, so it was kind of a given. I it, it, I would never I would have never questioned what I was going to do. I was born yeah. and I did. They actually going. do that as a vocation, or was it more of a hobby? 
no, it's uh, my father was a, a perspective teacher at an art school for 40 years. Um, and it, he did many things, though. He was working with architects. He would be a, he would draft, you know, uh, um, perspectives of buildings and stuff like that. He would uh, he, he was a very technical, mathematic type oriented person. He would calculate stru structures for buildings. With, you know, he published a book uh, on on sundials, astronomy, things like that. He was he was uh, definitely quite a mind. Uh, my mother, uh, she was very passionate and very knowledgeable. Uh, she knew about the illustrators and movies, and 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 I got this from her side. You know, the storytelling uh, uh, part of the business, uh, the artistic uh, part of it, and and the narrative and all that. So. But, uh, you know, she was born in 1924 in Spain, so that was not a time for a woman to be doing anything that, uh, you know, uh, get a job, you know, in general, it was, it was, you know, I mean, I don't need to extend myself on this, you know, you know, situation. So, so it, it was horrible because she, uh, she always had that thing that she could never do uh, what she wanted to do in life, and it was... Uh, you know, besides having the family and all that, but but uh, to be an artist, uh, a fully developed artist, uh, you know, with working and she liked the sculpture very much. That was her passion, but she could draw very well. And she, uh, like I said, and she was aware and she told me about many artists and illustrators and, and comics of her time and, and um, movies. Um, and she liked all sorts of movies, you know, she would like uh, her kind of movie could have been, you know, Braveheart or something you know, with lots of big, big, you know, crowds of people and, you know, sword fighting and, and horses and, and, and uh, pirates. And that was the kind of stuff that really got her going. And so I, I got that from her. Uh, my sister, uh, a very accomplished oil painter, phenomenal artist. Uh, and, um, and other people in the family, my grandfather was um, a kind of a designer. He had a... a, a, a how can I say that? Um, he uh, manufactured uh, furniture, but it was like design furniture. He he would he would design uh, movie theaters and and uh, decorate them and 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 build the furniture for them and, and uh, a big manor homes and and um, uh, you know that kind of stuff. And he had uh, quite a few people working for him. And uh, my grandmother was uh, studied uh, fine arts. I mean, everybody. Wow, you you weren't kidding. That's amazing. No, and they all kind it, of found their own niche. That is so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So when you got a little bit older um, and you decided, you know, of course, this is what you want to do um, as a vocation. Did you stay there in Spain or did you come to the States? Did you did you study it formally in a university somewhere? No, that's um, no, I, I let, well, OK, there's quite a few questions right here. Uh, one is that, uh, as I was telling somebody recently, I. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't go to art school, but the funny thing is that I didn't go to art school because the art school, art school came to me in a way. I mean, oh, I Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, having this family, I mean, why would I go anywhere? <laughs> uh, so I learned a lot from, from, from both sides, uh, mother and, 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 and father. And um, I, you know, I, yeah, we all go to school in a way or another. I, I, I don't want to say, oh I, didn't, oh, I didn't go to art school. Well, yes, I did. It's just that what we understand for art school. Absolutely. You know? And you've never stopped, probably. You're just it's, you're always learning and, and growing. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and you can turn the world into your own, uh, your own art school. I mean, by observing, by, by buying comics and, and watching movies and 
uh, seeing what other people do and learning Absolutely. from your parents. You, hey, well, you know, it's, I it's love that, that. Yeah, that's your school. That's so I did incredible. go to art school in a way. That's fantastic. So what what did your first um, sort of jobs look like in terms of when you, you know, felt like you were at a place where you could start working um, as an artist professionally? What did that look like for you? I I was 16 years old and I was back in my hometown. And then um, I said, oh, it's just I have been um, drawing for, for years and years. And, and I said, oh, that I, I want to start publishing something. And I, and I grabbed a few drawings and I went to the local newspaper and uh, and I, the director back at the time, he used to, uh, he happened to be like a fan of comic books and all that. And um, and he said, well, you can do a, a Sunday page for us if you want to. So I was doing that for like about a year. So that was the first little gig. And then after that, um, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I actually, I didn't finish high school because um, uh, it's a whole story. But anyway. Oh, uh, sure. My, I think my, that's fascinating and kind of awesome. Yeah, I. What happened with the art school is that uh, I had been drawing uh, all my life, you know, and, and up to then, and and, and I was, um, I was, I always had a, a big sense of responsibility. So um, I, obviously, I still do, and uh, and so I was getting good grades at school and high school and all that, but I didn't quite, you know, it wasn't my thing, and. Uh, and uh, so I was, it got to the point that I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this because I have to, but I really want to, what I really want to do is draw all day and, and, you know, create characters and stories. And uh, my mother being that person that had not been allowed to do what she wanted to do in life, she was very um, kind of sensitive towards these things. And one day I remember I was uh, 17 years old and I was in my, uh, how do you say this in English? Uh, uh, the the year before last in in my high school. Yeah, I don't know what the, the equivalent in America would be, but say, yeah, junior year. What? Yeah, if that's the case. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, and I needed to do. I need to finish that that year, and then I had to do another one, and then I could go to a college if I wanted to. That that. Kind of, anyway, I was seventeen, and um, I remember um, back in the day we had. Um, uh, a lunch break, a long lunch break at, at like a few, like three hours or so, you know, in Spain and at, at work and at schools and everything. So you would go home. It was, it's, it's a kind of a very social culture. So you would, you know, you go home and you have a, a meal with your family and you talk and, you know, and that's your lunch break. And then you go back to work and then you work until later. Uh, maybe you work until eight o'clock or, or whatever, 8.30 at night. And uh, so I went, uh, I remember and my mother was preparing lunch and I was in the kitchen with her and I was talking and and, um, you know, I, I told her, I said, oh, you know, I, okay, you know, I have to go again to, you know, high school today and, then, and tomorrow. And it was like, and she was like, you're not, that's not your thing, right? And I said, no, it's not. And she was kind of frying something or cooking something, whatever. And, and I was there. And, um, and she says, yeah, I can tell, you know, you, you really have a passion for drawing. And I said, yeah, I can't wait to finish my study so I can actually try to, you know, get jobs as, as an artist and, because that's what you want to do. And I said, yeah. And she says, are you serious about it? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm very serious. She says, if you want to dedicate yourself to this, you're not going to waste your time, right? And I said, no, you know me. I mean, I just draw all day and night and night. She goes, okay. Um, all right. So you, if you, say, quit your, your high school and all that uh, and you don't have to go back, you're going to work hard at this and you're going to get a job and you're going to. I said, of course. 
She says, okay, call them. You're not going back to. Oh my goodness. I seriously just got chills. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's incredible. That was my mother. And, and, and it's one of these moments that changes your life. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I, that was it, you know, after that I had my lunch and I didn't go back to high wow. school. Wow. Um, that's incredible. And, 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 and it paid in time, you know, because, uh, I had a, a good creative life and artistic life because of this. And she was very sensitive um, obviously, she was very concerned about uh, our future. Obviously, but that was part of, of, of her concern as well. It's like her concern was not only, I want you guys to get a, a job and, 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 and have a, a, you know, a good life, but also, okay, what kind of a job? Is that what you want to do or not? Because she was very, um, she had been in her life, you know, life kind of hammered her, you know, back into a corner that, you know, um, um, and she didn't want you to have to go through that. That's amazing. Exactly. 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 Um, so, no, it, it was, uh, yeah, that's the way it went. So, and after that, um, I started, you know, just, just drawing day and night and weekends and everything. And that's what I was doing. And, and little by little, I started publishing little things here and there. Um, uh, I published, little, you know, short stories in, in uh, comic book magazines and all that in Spain. Um, uh, I, I had the opportunity of doing some really nice things, and uh, but there wasn't uh, there wasn't a continuity, there wasn't a, a body of work that uh, I wasn't developing that uh, career. So by the time I was 28, actually, fast forward, you know, I decided that that was it. And and well, I decided it previously, but 28 that was the age that I had when I got in the plane and I went to London. Uh, America had always been in uh, in my head, you know, as a, as a place to be. Uh, at that point, circumstances when, you know, I went to London, it was great. I mean, I had a phenomenal opportunity there. Uh, first of all, you know, London is a phenomenal city. I mean, it's a great place, uh, access to a lot of culture, a lot of, a lot of, um, museums, uh, you know, you can go in there, have the best art, you know, gallery, portrait gallery, uh, British museum, everything, um, Royal, uh, Albert museum, or, you know, you have all these things. And it really opens your eyes so much. Um, so that was fantastic. I, I got a I got a job. It, it took me a while, but I finally found a job. Um, Bob Godfrey gave me a phone number of uh, Amblimation, and that was in '91. Amblimation was Spielberg's uh, studio in London, and so I went there. I got a job uh, as a, as a background painter uh, for an animated movie. Uh, and then after that, for the next next show, I went on to layout. Uh, that was a lot, maybe uh, in, you know, very much in my capacity of you know liking you know the cinematography of things and all that and drawing. And and then eventually the studio uh, closed and they sort of quote unquote reopened in California. That was at DreamWorks, and it became it became DreamWorks. Yeah, with Jeffrey and all that, it was a, another phenomenal experience. Uh, very so you happy. kind of moved with the studio then to the States, is that yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and um, it, it was a great experience. It, one of the, you know, best moments of, of my life, really. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and all through this time, sort of as you've been working in the animation industry, you've certainly done personal projects. Um, when did you, from a, you know, I know you love using ink and you are incredible you know, your brilliant uses of perspective are always really, really interesting. Um, is that something that you love doing as a child? How did those kind of 
pieces come together for you in terms of your artistic voice? Oh, you're talking about inking and, and perspective. Yes, specific. sir. Yeah, more like the, the artistic discipline. And the, yeah. yeah. Uh, th no, that's a great question, actually. And uh, because of my father, he was, he, he was uh, really a, a, a perspective master. He really... And uh, I, I had a number of sessions with him, you know, working sessions that, that I learned a lot. And I became aware, and he, he really... Uh, because as, as, as in my artistic capacity... I was always, you know, in the anatomy and, and the characters and the, you know, environments and all that. But he made it very clear to me that perspective was essential, my discipline. And, uh, and I uh, quickly understood that because um, you draw all these characters and you do all these things, but you need to set them up in a, in a, in a space. Need to set them up uh, in many occasions in a in a in a landscape that can be a cityscape or can be an interior or can be a, and you need to know exactly what to do with that and and not it's not that you're going to go 100% technical because um, you know uh, it, it's one thing is complements each, uh, the other really it, it's not that you go 100% because then uh, you still the essence of your shots and, and the frames that you create and all that is the characters and the story moment. That's very clear. But it's got to make sense uh, from a, a spatial kind of point of view, from a you know, three-dimensional point of view. And you, I, one really needs to know uh, perspective. I have no doubt about it. And it was always very clear to me uh, through my father and, and thanks to lessons that I learned with him. Um, and because... Here's the thing. You, you can draw a character and, and you can draw, I don't know, a bigger nose or a smaller nose or whatever. But, you know, maybe it's a disproportion or maybe you can say, well, the guy has a bigger nose. You know, that's what it is. Perspective is the kind of thing that if, if you get it wrong, it really screams there. You know, yeah, you know that it needs to be right. And it's it's um, I find it very distracting. And, and so one needs to know exactly what to do with with, with perspective. I, I have no doubt about it. That's really fascinating. Speaking of the, the character side of things, when you're able to do personal projects, what kinds of characters do you find yourself drawn toward? Do you like drawing characters that exist or, or creating them yourself? And, and what kinds are most interesting to you? Yeah, I, the, the type of uh, characters that I like are the ones that are believable. I really went, it's important for me when I, when I, uh, uh, draw a story, um, you know, and I haven't in a while actually graphic novel. I, but anyway, or, or I read the story. Um, I would uh, ask for the characters to. I, I want to believe in them, and I want to believe in the situation they're going through. And um, that's the most important thing to me. Now, if that's science fiction, or if it's historical, or if it's a character that exists in reality, or 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 not, it doesn't doesn't mean anything. It's it's about how the narration is told and how the character is built in a way that you really, you know, it's really believable. I remember when I, when I was about that time, about 17 and the new, um, a new bookstore opening in my hometown, it was uh, a comic book, uh, a comic book store. And um, I remember the uh, one day I went there and I, I couldn't be happier. You know, all of a sudden there's this, this store that's only about comic books and all that kind of thing. So I, yeah, and I went there, and there were the, the usual, my heroes, you know, and I would buy their books and, and stories and all that. And one day I ran into this book, 
And I, it had kind of a like strange cover, and I look into it, and I had it had maybe I don't know, like I don't know, hundred hundred pages or whatever, hundred twenty. And it was a long story, and I looked at it, and I go, like, somebody told me, oh, you know, this is a good book, this is a good artist, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I'll give it a shot. And I, I took it home, I bought that book, and I took it home, and I, and I read it, and it was a story called, uh, it was in Spanish uh, by this uh, Uruguayan uh, author um, uh, that actually eventually went to live. He spent his life pretty much in Argentina, but anyway, his name was Alberto Breccia the artist and uh, the uh, writer was Victor Osterheld, I think. And so, um, and he, uh, anyway, he did the artwork and I read, I read the story and it was about these um, uh, extraterrestrials that, you know, uh, come to earth and they take over mankind and all that. And, and anyway, they control everybody and all that kind of thing. But anyway, my point is that, uh, it was so believable. It was so, and I remember I read the book. I was at the living room at home, and I, and I started reading the book, and I got into it. And I remember when the the story finished, I closed the book, and I was almost like sweating. And I and I remember looking up, and it's like, oh my god, I'm at home. I I, I lost track of reality. I was so immersed, and that's what I want from a story. Yeah. And so, and I don't care if it's science fiction, you know, or uh, or historical uh, drama or whatever. Or comedy or whatever i just want to follow i want to i want to believe those characters absolutely now that's that's incredible and then from that point on you i'm sure aspired to do that with your own work that's amazing yeah yeah. and 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 in fact for example like my last graphic novel that was i published about four or five years ago and it's a medieval story these mercenaries in spain in the medieval times and all that and uh and uh, it, it basically essentially is a story of father and son. You know, there's this story, this adventure about them and all that, but it's it's the relationship of father and son. And I, and I want to make this, it's, you know, it's very dramatic and it's kind of dark and all that, but I, I whatever it is, you know, I really want to, um, I, I want to deal with real characters, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that I, I don't want to waste my time on a story I don't feel anything exactly. for. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. So as you've um, been an artist really all your life, I'm curious, I know this is a, maybe an odd question, but I know a lot of artists are known as messy creatives. Um, do you find that your space is a little bit messy when you're in the creative process or are you a bit of a neat freak? I'm just kind of curious what that looks like. It, yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, what I realized in time is that in general, uh, I try to have like in, in between battles, my my studio is clean and organized when when i get into a story or 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 a work or a job that i'm doing uh it's it can get messy but the actual, yeah, the actual circle the, the actual that that those two or three square feet where i'm actually working that's tidy that's clean and the rest becomes a, a yeah it's because you don't have time if you get into something um, you know, it's like, okay, we're having a conversation. I'm getting into the conversation, right? I don't have time. If I'm really getting into this conversation, I don't have time to, uh, you know, cook an omelet. You know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I, I <laughs> so, so that's why my, my immediate surrounding, like literally immediate is, is tidy and organized because that's what I'm doing. But the rest becomes a nightmare. And then when I finish, it's almost like, oh, whoa, wait a second. 
and then I have to, you know, tidy up and, uh, you know, in between projects and all that, I tidy up. Yeah. I love it. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> so you mentioned that I know you've been really, really busy these days, probably pouring all your creative energy into the project you're working on professionally. Mm-hmm. But how do you handle finding time to create for yourself or or when you're pouring all your energy into a professional project do you not necessarily feel the need to create for yourself I'm just kind of curious how that balance works for you as I know you know sometimes you want to just do something that's purely yours but you don't always have the time or energy for it Uh, maybe talk me through um yeah that 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 is always the case I mean uh, when you have to uh coordinate both things uh it's difficult but but not impossible um I that's the thing to me uh, working um, from an artistic point of view, working in a in a studio with with other people and with a, a great team, uh, and at the same time having your own project, these two things kind of complement each other because, you know, uh, what you learn in one space then you can apply in the other. Uh, you know, there are a number of things that you work when, when you work with a, with a, with a team for a big project. There are a number of things that you learn there that you couldn't learn if you're just isolated in your own reality, blah, blah, blah. And the same, uh, there are things that when you're like, it's, it's only you and, 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 and your project, you know, that you sometimes can go in directions that, that uh, maybe when you work for a very specific project, you wouldn't think of going to. And that also, this, uh, this sense of mobility and, and, and flexibility kind of a uh, sort of, uh, helps you as well when you know it's 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 something uh positive that you can bring in uh you know to the plate when that when you are working with a team you know what i mean you bring in that thing that's yours so these two communicate each other in a way and 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 what you learn in one you can apply in the other and i think that that's a very nice way to actually kind of step up one step at a time blah 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 blah, one two one two one two you know and and that's go up uh regarding time uh one of the th- you're right. I mean, it's just very difficult, especially you know having a family. But because obviously the family is, uh, you know, the, my priorities are, are are always you know my uh, my studio work and and then uh, you know and obviously my my family. Uh, so the personal projects are whenever I have the time and it's 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 at nighttime. Sometimes I'll get up in the middle of the night. I'm you know I I don't feel like you know going back to sleep. No, I'm gonna work for hours and then I go back to sleep and then when I'm then I get up and go to the studio or or weekends or whenever and and again I mean that's whenever the time allows you know um, I have family whenever the family needs me I'm going to put the pencil down and I'm going to go with them that, that those are my priorities. um you know um so it man, it could, the, the thing is that when you work with um when you have a personal project the, the peace of mind that you have is that normally you don't have a deadline like the books the art books that I publish I don't have a deadline. Uh, I start working on on that, and, and whenever it's done, it's done. So, it's, I, you know, and I take my time, and and I can actually afford to take my time because it's important. I want to get these things right. Uh, you know, these are my babies. You know, artistically and all that. Yeah. So, um, it's just I I combine it. You know, and and if there's a book that takes me a year, it takes me a year. If it takes me two years, it takes me two years. I, or three years, it's three years. I mean, I. You know, as long as I take care of my priorities first and then, you know, whenever I have the time and, and Absolutely. so that's the way I do it. 
That makes perfect sense. And you just mentioned something that, that made me think of another question, which is when you were growing up, it sounds like most of your work obviously was a kind of solo projects. You're learning, you're growing. And then when you got to London and then eventually the U.S., you're working in a team setting. And of course, now as an art director, sort of casting a vision and making sure that it's cohesive amongst the team. What are some things that you've learned as you've transitioned from working primarily solo to a team setting that have been helpful for you as you work with other artists? Uh, yeah, actually, again, that was, going back for a second to the beginning of your question, you know, when I, when I went to England and I started working in a, in a, in a team, you know, in a, in a crew, hmm. that was uh, quite a... Uh, it was quite a <laughs> Shocking? Shock because there's so many things, so many things. At the same time, I mean, I, for many years I have been in my hometown. I have been there in my culture, in my language, in enjoying my things, and you know, and and and, and, and by myself kind of thing, and this sort of a freelance scenario. Mm. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm in a different country, different culture, different language, completely yeah. different kind of environment, a completely different kind of city. Um, uh, for a diff completely different type of job with completely different type of people. <laughs> it's like, it, it was, I, I had to get up to speed fast because, um, you know, and I was excited about it. it didn't, here's the thing. Uh, honestly, I've been, I've been very lucky because in, uh, in, in, let's say my quote unquote studio life, because I've always been, uh, and to this day, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. I learn a lot. I work with phenomenal people. I work with great, uh, work for, great projects and um you know with great artists very talented storytellers uh i've been i've been really lucky so it's been a, a continuously you know growing experience for me uh you know i work uh, like i said i work at sony uh, and i used to work at sony uh, years ago uh great studio i i worked for dreamworks i was there when dreamworks opened uh, their door basically uh another great experience uh, and, and many other opportunities that I had and, and um, even freelance jobs. I, I, it's all it, it, back in Spain. I do. I did freelance and all that. And, and, and it, it's all been luckily enough with a lot of great people. And, and, and it's something that I learned. And it's been, um, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's a very positive experience. Um, so, yeah, I mean, adapting from one to another. I don't know how it happened. I had to adapt because, it was, like I said, completely different scenarios. Um, I've, um, communicating with people like, you know, when you, when you're an art director or, or even just, you know, being your, uh, you know, layout artist or visual development artist or whatever capacity you're doing, it's teamwork. Uh, you know, that's the way I see it. And, and yeah, art director is another type of position, obviously, but at the end of the day, whether, whether you are, uh, a lead or not. Uh, still, the capacity to uh, communicate with others is is always a must, and because it, it goes both ways, it really does. And yeah, and and so when you're working with a team, it doesn't matter exactly your capacity. You're working with a team, and you have to be aware of that. And um, you spend many hours a day there, and um, I've always tried to contribute as much as I could to the fact that you know it it, it could potentially be a great growing experience. You know, uh, from a personal point of view. Uh, as well as artistic, um, for 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 myself and and for everyone around me. I mean, I, I think you know, it just as they say, life is too short, and and you know, we're going to be here doing this. Uh, uh, sometimes you know, it can get uh, a bit stressful, or or 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, deadlines, uh, things, you know, you have to come up with ideas and sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's not so easy. And, and you know, uh, but uh, we're here to tell stories. We're lucky. We're fortunate, uh, you know, and, and we're doing a kind of job that gets recognition. Uh, people go see it and uh, and it's out there for people to appreciate and all that. I mean, what else do we want? I mean, it's so... You know, I'm 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 always grateful for what I do. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I, I guess we all make it work and and, and like well, <laughs> figure it out well, along the way. Yeah, yeah. And and like I said, and and it's also it's 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 up to you what you can contribute to that and 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 what yeah. people around you uh, contribute with. And like I said, uh, uh, I've been very lucky, you know, with with my uh, you know colleagues and partners in the different. Um, studios and, and and projects and all that so yeah i mean it's been great I, i'm very grateful about my professional life i really am absolutely what do you think is um the biggest misconception about what you do in terms of maybe assumptions people make about the type of work that you do well when it comes to animation and comics and all that i i figure the biggest misconception could be that it's something for uh for young people i mean uh, to me you know, ah, yes. it's it's just uh, it's it's for everybody. I mean, I the passion that I have for these things now is, the, and I'm 55. It's the passion that I had for these things when I was five. It's 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 a more mature uh, uh, passion. It's it's a more knowledgeable passion, obviously, but it's it's the same enthusiasm and and hasn't changed. And you know, I'll be 80 hopefully one day, hopefully. <laughs> And, um, you know, or whatever, yeah, exactly, or whatever it is, and, and I'm going to be still as excited as, as I am now. Um, so, misconception, yeah, misconception could be that, oh, it's, a, it's a something for youngsters. Or, right? It's for people who are creative, and for people who want to uh, take a moment to see life and reality from the point of view of another person, and see what this other person brings up to the plate, and how they can make you think sometimes about things they never thought of before or never saw from that point of view and they do so with a level of artistry and knowledge uh in storytelling and you know uh visual richness and all that kind of thing that it's 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 captivating and, and that's what it is and what's what's what is young or what is childish about it uh nothing it's just it's just about people communicating and doing it through art uh, so that you know yeah I'm with you. I agree. That's that's fantastic. Um, I'm still a huge fan. I don't think I'll ever stop being a fan of animation. And I think the stories that speak to me most are the ones where I can tell they weren't trying to talk down to the audience. They're telling a story that everyone can relate to. And it's yes. very meaningful. You've got certainly a great point about this. And, and no, definitely. <laughs> I Yes. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. No, yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, another question I had a little bit about your workspace, and we're getting to the end. I want to respect your time. I know it's Saturday no, morning. Um, but uh, is when you're concepting stuff out, do you always prefer to start with paper or have you transitioned to digital sometimes? What's your ideal sort of flow in terms of the types of medium? Right. You're working I on? always worked a traditional until the year 2000 when I bought computer. Yeah, because. There, there was there was digital by then, you know, the time that we were doing the Prince of Egypt and El Dorado and all that, that DreamWorks, um, you know, we already had computers available and all that kind of thing. But it wasn't, I don't remember Cintiqs around. Uh, it was more like 
three-dimensional thing and and that we started you know kind of uh, building three D environments and working with them. Uh, or I say we started. I, I should say they started. I was in layout, but I was still you know doing the traditional with pencil and markers and all. Uh, it took me a while to get. It wasn't until 2000 or so I got into computers, uh, and and back then I would still work traditional, then scan the artwork and and color it or give it some some tonal uh, uh, digital. Um, it was actually when I came back and I discovered working for studios here. I came back to the states in 2005, and and I uh, discovered sort of uh, Cintiqs and all that kind of thing. That was a a, a big transitional moment because then you could. The same way that you draw traditionally, you could do it on the screen. And the thing with digital that you can edit things very fast. And and nowadays, time is of the essence, especially if you you know you have a, a work, you have a family, and then you have your project. So um, I'm still enthusiastic about t- traditional. Uh, I've been recently coming back to that actually, uh, and I'm very interested in, in in going traditional again, at least partly. The thing with uh, digital is that, again, it, it, it simply allows you to meet deadlines that otherwise it will be very difficult. And and if when you do so many things at the same time, uh, you know, um, then uh, time is important. Um, and, and, and working digital it will allow you to uh, edit things fast and, and, and try things faster. And if it doesn't work, you don't have to restart the drawing. Because maybe you do it in a separate layer, and then you just get rid of the layer. You keep going. It's not like in the old days where you have to just throw away the original and start. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, like I said, uh, recently, uh, recently um, lately, I, I've been going back to traditional, and I'm very, being very excited about it, actually. You know, um, which I kind of uh, uh, because I, I did that for so many years, and and I'm very excited. Very yeah. Excited. Absolutely. There's just nothing like a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil yeah, in your hand. Absolutely. <laughs> Something special absolutely. about it. Yeah. I love it. Is there any um any maybe TV movie books you found really inspiring lately? I noticed your post on Instagram about Itania and I completely agree. It was an incredibly told story. But anything else that you've seen that's been just kind of inspiring for you lately? Well, creatively? Uh here's the thing. I uh, as I was saying before, I have a, a, a a young daughter at home, and so since she was born, it's all mostly been, uh, um, you know, I've been seeing all these great animated movies, and and you know, re- going again through the classics, and you know, uh, all these things, and so, yeah, that's fantastic. But in, in terms of uh, going to the movies, say with my wife, and just you know, and and, and go see a like an, uh, 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 you know, a movie like maybe a action movie for for older people and all that. I, I haven't had much the opportunity, unfortunately, these, these last years, you know. It, I can right. imagine. Yeah, yeah, you know that. So, <laughs> Does she ever get excited when uh, she knows you helped make maybe one of her favorite animated oh, movies? Oh, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. And, and every, yeah, of course. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what I like about it is that it kind of uh, sort of uh, sort of kind of breaks the, mis- the, the mystique about it. it, it it's, it's like, uh, you know, it, it's... Um, to her, I like the fact that to her, comics and, and animation and all that is kind of a, it's kind of a quote unquote normal thing. You know, it's it's nothing. It has the magic that um, that that it has when you watch the movie and you get involved and she gets involved with the characters and she dresses up as isn't that princess and all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, she's very. 
Is she is she showing interest in art? She herself? what I can tell um, not as much as I did at her age. I can tell you that, but she is a very creative person. One of the things I like about her um, is that um, when when I buy her a toy, that toy you know two days later is not the same toy anymore. Uh, it's completely she painted over it. She the, if it's a doll, she did her hair many times. It, you know, and she uh, she uh, combined different toys and put that hat in, on that, or, or you know, if it's a doll or whatever, and and, the, and she transforms everything around her, and she kind of uh, does it her way, and I love, I love it, and so she's a very creative person. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. amazing. Kids are just the best. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's unbridled creativity, and I just love every part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I want to say one yeah. quick thing regarding this, of course. regarding your point, and I think it's very important because, to me, the people that that keep a creative uh, view uh, on life, it doesn't matter if they work in animation or they work uh, in music or, or they are they lawyers or they are they work in whatever, you know, uh, it, it's it's about uh, it's about being creative and having this sense of wonder at at every. Everything is new every day in a way. You have to reinvent yourself every day. You have to be creative. And there's always something new. You learn, you see things around you. You learn from that. You sort of uh, reapply it to your own creative life and all that. And and to me, that's important. It's it, because uh, people who are creative, no matter what the what kind of work they do, uh, I mean, they, they, they can be, you know, I, like I said, selling newspapers and a newsstand. I mean, it doesn't matter. People who are creative, you can tell. You go, you, they have a, a happiness of being there and doing things a little different every day, and 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 they, it's always to communicate with people, and 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 they have an art to them, and and these are the people that play for a living, and uh, and that's because when we're kids, we all draw or play or you know, and there is a certain age in which uh, a lot of people seem to go like, oh no, I'm serious now because I'm I'm an adult and I have to be serious like. <laughs> well, I, yes. I, I think creative people are the ones who just decided not the, yes. you don't decide you just naturally keep uh, moving forward you can't help it uh, yeah creating and, and playing you know um, in a very creative way so I love that and it does kind of take guts too because there are a lot of adults who may see you playing and uh, ju- judge you for it? Yeah, it could, it could as well be. It could as well be. I... <laughs> in some in some instances, but I love that, and that's so true. You can always spot those folks who are who are creative, despite you know whatever vocation they find themselves in. They're always looking for a new, exciting way to approach things. I love that. That's beautiful. I just look at you. I just look at Einstein, for example. I mean, you know, I just put an example yeah. that everybody knows. You know, and and somebody who is not quote unquote an artist, but he was an artist. He was a creative person. In his own, you know, in his discipline, he was a scientist. But that's that's how you get places by being creative, being open to new possibilities. Once you, one of the things I always say, you know, if I give a lecture or whatever, one of the first things I usually say is surprise me, because I, I always like, okay, I'm I'm going to tell you how it works for me. Uh, I'm going to tell you how I believe it it works, but surprise me because you never know. I mean, I you know, c- c- come out with your own ideas. Just take this as a as a starting point. Um, and, and one of the things that I, I really feel uncomfortable with is when somebody comes and says, maybe you, you suggest a new way of doing something and they go, oh, that's never been done. It's like, yeah, mm. there's always a first time for something, <laughs> right? I mean, 
<laughs> we might we might uh, mess it up by trying this, this new way, but at least we'll know. Absolutely. You know, if it's reasonable enough, try it. I you love know. that. Uh, Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, they, Preach. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> there are people that that go by uh, how do what's the English word uh, precedence in life is like oh there's no precedence of that mm. so is that the yeah. word precedent? It is. Yeah. Yes. So there's no precedent of that, and so we cannot do it. Well, the person who created the precedent didn't have any precedence, him or herself, right? So, and they did it. So, let's try it. I mean, and and that that's another thing that I uh, my mother was very much like that. I kind of got this from her. It's like, you know, think outside the box, as as, as you say here in America, right? Yep. There you go. There you go. I love it. Oh, I love it. She sounds like an amazing woman. Is she still with us or has she passed Ooh, on? Oh, she's, she's, well, she's 94. Oh, uh, I love she's a force of nature. Yeah. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. She sounds like such a great oh, lady. Yes, I love yes. it. So you have a really um, healthy, yeah, I think like a tight knit, uh, loyal following on some social media platforms. And I'm sure that you hear certain questions over and over in terms of folks who are trying to get into the business or even just become better artists themselves. And if you were to, you know, have a chance to maybe speak to a bunch of them, you know, in, in one place, what might be some advice you would share for those who are trying to become better artists and addressing maybe some of those recurring questions I'm sure you get on a regular basis? Right. The, 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 yes, the questions that I usually get, they are, they can go in very different directions. Uh, mm. So I, there's nothing I can think of right now that I can say I can I can sure. remember a particular question. So there, some people ask me technical questions. How do you do the you know? And so I, I punctually answer um, you know to these things. Um, some other people uh, is like, oh, what is it like to be in the professional you know versus just dreaming about it from outside kind of thing? Or, then I answer to that too. I mean that you know there are different things. Uh, uh, it, but if I had to say something. Um, there are definitely a number of things that one can, one can say about it. Um, uh, one, one of them is definitely have a vision for what you do. Um, have, as they say, your own voice and, and basically believe, uh, um, create your own way. Uh, believe in what you're doing. Uh, there is not other way around it unless you want to become a more like mechanical type of of, of artists, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there, there, there. People can, we can all operate at very different capacities and, and levels. But if you wanna uh, have a voice or, or or has something to say, just just uh, it will. On one side, it will develop naturally because you know we're in a certain way, all of us, each one of us, and so that's going to come out naturally. But and then you're going to have to find uh, you're going to have to find the technical means. Uh, artistic means to represent all these on paper kind of thing, right? Uh, uh, to, uh, one of the important things about what we do is that it's it's a journey of exploration of ourselves. And because it rep it represents who we are, it, it really does. Um, and so in order to know your artwork and what you need to do in your artwork, you have to, you need to know yourself and what you want. Um you know, being um, and and if you are at a at a moment of a confusion, say for example in your life, use this confusion, use it as as a, a dramatic or narrative tool. Um, I have um, 
kind of my own little theory about, you know, because there's always this thing about, oh, what are we doing here? What's the meaning of life and all that? And I, I kind of, I, I have something in my head that keeps going around, which is, um, uh, we're here to recycle. I, 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 sometimes I kind of get the vibe that here, we're here to recycle. Because if you think about it, uh, ultimately what gives us uh, personal satisfaction are the things that when we recycle, when we um, recycle our love into a, towards a family, when we recy recycle love as in we feel that love and we pass it on and then we get it back from them and or we take care of a, of a pet, I don't know, or are we, are we uh, walk down the street and we see a character that's interesting, we go back home and we, we sketch that character. And, and then that character, that, that moment that was uh, you and that person in the street coinciding at that very point, uh, it, it, they get transformed and recycled into a piece of art. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, an animal dies and uh, it'll be food for a tree, right? Um, I, it's, it's all about recycling and um, uh, or, or one of the... Uh, uh, Things that not everybody, but a lot of people uh, uh, feel the urges is to have kids. You know, it's it's instinctive. Why? Because because it's a way to recycle your life in a way. I don't I don't want to sound mm. I don't want to sound too pragmatical about it. I you know no you know what I, it's a great point. You know yeah. I'm not because oh what having kids is recycling life. I mean you know it kind of sounds it, it kind of sounds it, 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 I, you know what I mean though it's it. I totally know what you, you mean, recycle, and I don't think it sounds right, that you recycle, you re, Basically, you recycle your energy, and, and, and it's, it's related to what we were saying before. It, it, it's mm. about being creative. It doesn't matter what you do. You can be a scientist. You can work in, in, a, in, a, in a bank, or you can be an artist, or you can be whatever it is, musician. And, and, but, but you recycle your life into something else. And then the other person will see your drawing or will listen to your music and will get an inspiration. That inspiration will, will get recycled into... Maybe that that song that you're singing will motivate that person to care more for family, mm -hmm. or I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's a you know what I mean. I 100% yeah. know what you mean, and I really love that because I think sometimes again, I like for for instance myself, I I love I love illustrating. I'm by no means I'm a professional at it, but I like trying to learn and grow as an illustrator. But I have struggled with like finding my own voice and my own right. style. And, um, and so, you know, you saying, you know, utilize that frustration in terms of what you're fleshing out and what you're creating and use the little moments in life and the interactions to fuel sort of what you're putting out. No, it makes perfect sense to me. And I, and I really appreciate hearing yeah, that. So thank you. I, 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 to me, it makes sense. And, and again, I always say, you know, and, and people will come up with different solutions to the same problem kind of thing. So people are going to, but I don't know that, that seems to, uh, ring true in my head. Uh, and, but yeah, that's, uh, and so that's one of the things I would tell people, you know, consider all these things and, and the importance of what you're doing at any stage that you're at, you know, whether you're a beginner or, or a professional or whatever, you know, um, this is something that maybe is at the very, you know, uh, fabric of, of what we're doing. Absolutely. No, that's beautiful. This has been incredible. I don't know about you. I've, I've gotten a lot out of this hour. <laughs> um, so I appreciate it. But before we wrap up, is there is there a place online you prefer people follow your work and find you? Is it Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Where where are you at? And, and how can people follow what you're up right. to? Right. 
Uh, I'm mostly I'm, I'm on uh, Facebook and especially uh, uh, Instagram lately. Uh, and I've been uh, for some reason I've been kind of paying more attention to my Instagram account than to my Facebook. But they're both open uh, and that. Okay. And I'll share up the links uh, in the show notes so it'll be easy for people to great, find Great, great. It's, it's very interesting. I try to keep it as interactive as possible. Uh, Absolutely. So you have instructional books. Where can folks find those? On Amazon? or? Yeah, I have uh, three so far. And uh, actually, I'm, I'm in the works of another one. Uh, the three that I, that I have are like, uh, the first one is called Framed Ink, which is about composition for visual art storytellers. Uh, that you know, you do start, uh, talking about uh, framing and and composition of a shot, and how to use lighting to compose a shot, and how to use camera angles and all that kind of thing, and to tell the story emotionally. You know, it's not just about doing you know pre- sort of quote unquote pretty pictures, but actually, the whole point of the of the book is how to understand uh, a lighting and 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 a situation, and how to compose that in the shot, and how to make it work emotionally for the type of a story that you're telling at that point. The other two ones are volume one and two of, they're called Frame Perspective, volume one and two. And as the title indicates, it's, it's about perspective for visual storytellers. It's, mostly, it's for anyone who likes perspective or wants to look, but, but it's mostly, you know, focused on people who do, you know, storyboards and, and, and animation, movies, uh, live action, graphic novels, all that kind of thing. So, and I try to make it fun. I try to explain it and make it fun. And so these are the books out there. So... Fantastic. I'll post uh, links to those as well in the show notes. This can be easy to find. And again, Marcos, this has been absolutely lovely. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much.